Hello there and welcome to today's episode of the Manifest podcast and since this is a very special occasion leading up to the the launch, the publication date of May the 10th for my latest book called Be the Love, this episode is a replay of day four of the Be the Love challenge and today's topic and the theme is the law of letting go. There were some really powerful moments in today's in today's session that I can't wait to share with you and I hope you enjoy listening to it today. So thank you so much for being here and enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome to day four of the Be The Love Challenge. I am so excited to be here with all of you today and to dive into today's theme and today's topic. So let me just check that the, the things are set up as they are meant to and that I am indeed live. Let's just see if it is broadcasting. If you could let me know if you can see and hear me okay, that would be great. And for those of you that have received one of the early bird copies, if you were one of the first 500 people, I am absolutely loving seeing all of your selfies that you're taking with your copy of Be The Love. This is the advanced reader copy. I don't know where my hardcover is, but I'm absolutely loving all of the photos and some of the initial insights that are starting to land for you. And this is what I wanted. This was the specific intention for hosting this challenge in the first place. The fact that we've already covered so many different uh, themes and, and topics such as intention setting and owning your emotions. And yesterday was raise your vibration, which brings me to today's topic, which is the art of letting go. So I actually don't know why I called today the art of letting go, considering that uh, chapter, I think it's five of the book, is the law of letting go. But we're going to dive in deep today because there are so many different parts of our lives that we hold on to things that are no longer necessary, that perhaps do not serve us. So as people are just coming in right now, comment how you are feeling. What are you most excited about right now? And what are some of the key insights that you've had throughout the four days, well, three days, this is the fourth day today. What are some of the key insights that you've already had? And I will also recap the homework for any of you that have missed this or you are watching the replay right now. Uh, let me just see where we are at. Let me see if I can see myself going live, which I cannot, but it says that there are people watching. <laughs> so the magic of... Ah, here we go. In the group. I am live. Yes. Excellent. Okay. I can see familiar faces here. Let me just turn that down. Hello, Anne. Hello, Karen. Nice to see you here. Hi, Paula. Hi, Heather. So many beautiful familiar faces as part of this powerful community. So just a reminder that if you are watching this or listening to this as a podcast episode over on the Manifest podcast, or you're watching on YouTube as a replay, this is just a reminder that you can still register for the challenge so that you don't miss out on any of the really important information that my team and I are sharing with you to lead up to the exciting launch of Be The Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. And it's only five sleeps away now. Hang on. I can just reach this over on my desk. Here we go. I found it. The hardcover copy. It looks like this. Uh, it is only five sleeps away until this book will be in your hands if you have pre-ordered. And just a reminder, only for a limited time only, only for a limited time only, for a limited time only, we are offering 
a meditation album that is a seven track album which includes activation sequences that correlate with all of the seven chapters or the seven lessons in the book and that's valued at $111 but you get it completely free when you pre-order a copy of Be The Love. So go to sarahprout.com slash be the love, enter in your receipt number and my team will be able to share that with you fairly instantly. The magic of technology. So the other thing that I want to really encourage you to do, especially if you are part of the Be The Love launch team and you have received one of these incredible 500 early bird copies, is to share the love. Spread the message, share the love to as many people as possible because (laughs) if you haven't figured it out yet, it's a really important project. The Be The Love movement has been designed to connect us all. I mean, we've spent the last couple of years social distancing, separating from one another, not being allowed to visit one another's homes. It has been a really challenging time. So my intention for Be The Love, one of the intentions, is that we remember the power of the collective consciousness, that when we get to intentionally guide the conversation to a space of kindness, of empathy, of of thoughtfulness, right, of mutual admiration for the fact that we're all just human beings going through the same life experience through different lenses, of course, and different frameworks and models of reality. But we're all in this together. And that is the commonality that the theme of love weaves through humanity. So this is your call to dive in. And this book, if you haven't already heard about it, (laughs) I Dive In Deep, it is really created and has been created from a space of vulnerability. And I received the most incredible editorial review today from Publishers Weekly. And I'm, if you go to my Instagram at Sarah Prout, not now, of course, after you've finished the challenge and check it out, because that will really give you a high level overview in a much more articulate way than I feel I can even explain the book. It was like somebody truly grasped what I was communicating, what I am communicating. And it was done so eloquently and elegantly. So I'm, I'm extremely honored to have received that, that review because here's the thing. There is so much. There's something for everyone. So are you excited for today's training? If you are, hit that yes button, that like button, some kind of energetic reaction to state to the universe that you're here and you are willing to take inspired action, which is what Be The Love is all about and Manifesting Happiness. The subtitle of the book is Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. And one of those ways, as I mentioned, is... The Law of Letting Go, which is chapter five. The Law of Letting Go. Release things in your life to create space for the new. So what does that mean exactly? (laughs) What does letting go of the old to make space for the new mean? How does that impact your field of infinite potential, the energy you are putting out there to the universe? How does that impact what you see beginning to manifest into your reality? Well, glad you asked. (laughs) Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Um, So why it's so important is because we are evolutionary beings. We are always growing, changing, unraveling new things about ourselves. We, We are always changing our frequency. It's a constant state of motion. I spoke about this yesterday for Raise Your Vibration. And it is so important to remember that we're operating 
under the paradigm of 12 universal laws. Now, most of us, especially in the circles that I tend to host as communities in the online space, it's based on the law of attraction, which is definitely the most popularized popularized universal law of all of them. And then I believe the second one that is radically underutilized underutilized is the law of vibration. So I spoke a little bit about that yesterday. And then the third one is the law of vacuum, which means that when you create space for something in your life, then the universe will fill that. The universe will get a very clear message that you are opening up to that field of infinite potential so that you can welcome in your intentions and your manifestations. Now, I have used this as an example for so many of my clients and students over the last decade when they're wanting to call in love, whether that's a soulmate or a partnership or husband, wife, whatever it is. It it really works so well to prepare yourself to welcome in that love. So not only being the love you wish to feel, which is the main tenet of the, the Be The Love book, but to create the space to welcome in what you want. So this trick method that I that I teach my students is to get a second coffee mug. Go out and buy a set of two identical or at least matching, right? Bit match, bit matchy matchy. And so when you're making your drink in the morning, whether it's a cup of tea or coffee or hot water with lemon, whatever it is, bring out the second cup and just imagine in your mind's eye that you're making it for your beloved. And this activates the law of vacuum. I mean, it's a, it's an oversimplified explanation of the law of vacuum, but it's a really powerful exercise to let go of the old to create space for the new. So this is why I am a huge advocate of decluttering. In fact, one of our most popular courses is called the life-changing miracle of decluttering, where it takes you through a guided process of how different parts of our home and office and spaces, our environment where we spend the most amount of time gathers gathers the energetic information and it either stagnates or it creates flow. So this is why it's important to keep a clean and clear environment. And I know if my husband's watching this right now, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we share a bathroom <laughs> and there's supposed to be like a his and hers vanity. And it's like one big bench and all of my stuff has been sprawling over onto his side and he's like oh I see that I've lost my heart for the bathroom (laughs) but it's it's true sometimes our intention is to keep everything clean and clear and it doesn't quite happen that way right but the intention is there and I already started cleaning up today thinking well I can't really teach this if I'm not going to embody it so I picked up a few towels and folded some clothes (laughs) but the the key point here is to make sure that the energy in your environment is harmonious and that you're not hanging on to things that no longer serve you. And so there are there are emotional aspects to it as well. Some people have a tremendous issue letting go of the old and making space for the new, even if it has no use, even if it doesn't represent anything particularly, it's just attachment. And so if something can be put to use in another way, if somebody else could use it, if one person's what's the phrase if one's one person's trash is another person's treasure then donate it upcycle it sell it to somebody there's so many different online platforms to recycle and share clothing um i love poshmark for instance i have a few pieces on poshmark right now and i'm going to add some more because it's like a it's 
keeping the fluid energy moving through the things that we acquire because human beings acquire so many things that are unnecessary. I remember um, the entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk, he once said that the average human has over $10,000 worth of things in their home that they don't need, that they could sell and make a profit on. And it would create an instant cash flow, you know, whether you use eBay or Etsy or Facebook Marketplace or whatever it is to generate that flow of cash. It's letting go of the old to create space for the new. And so often, especially with relationships, if we're wanting to intentionally manifest a new relationship, if we're leaving, you know, if we're sleeping in the same sheets that we slept in with the, you know, previous partner, or we are holding on to that old t-shirt from a college boyfriend, you know, there it's these subtle blocks that can get in the way from clearing the way, clearing the decks (laughs) to make space for the new. And it doesn't mean that you have to be wasteful. It doesn't mean that you don't have to be intentional with the things that you purchase, but that's the key piece here to really align with the energy of the things that you acquire and ask yourself if you truly need them or if it's just filling a need to let go. So letting go is hard. As I mentioned, there are many emotional aspects, but when you do let go, and this is a key piece when it comes to the law of attraction and manifestation, one of the things you must do, the critical part of the equation, the creation equation is this, surrender, the art of surrender. In the Bible, it says, die unto thyself and be reborn. And that speaks to surrender. All of the scriptures from all of the world's religions speak of surrender in one way or another, but it's like a common thread throughout all faith that speaks to the art of letting go, of surrendering, of trusting that divine intelligence is looking after you, of trusting that you are on the right path and that there is no wrong path. And that you are here for the journey and then to celebrate the destination and then to declare where the next journey is going to take you. But it does take a willingness to dismantle the old to make way for the new. I believe I mentioned this yesterday when I said that our human bodies are creating billions of cells, billions upon billions of cells daily. And simultaneously, billions of cells are dying away to create space for the new. Right, the the seasons that we see happen throughout life. Uh, one of my favorite places in the entire world, and you'll probably read about this in Be the Love, is the Hamptons, a place called the Hamptons in Long Island in New York, where I've spent, I've had the honor of spending, I think maybe five five months in total there now, uh, and over over, a, I think it was like an eighteen month period. I went twice. Uh, The first time we spent three months, second time we spent just over two months. And what I love about that time in the Hamptons is seeing the trees change color, seeing the, when we first arrive, the, the trees are all bright and green and vibrant, and then they start to change into that beautiful golden orangey hue. And then the leaves fall so they can nourish the ground, nourish the tree, and then the tree can go back to the same cycle, but it's not the same green leaves that come out the next time, right? They don't. It's newness that is the lifeblood of humanity. And so we need to examine on this be the love path to feel, heal and reveal. What are some of the emotions that no longer serve us that we can get rid of? What are some of the relationships that we've struggled with for years that we just need to create more solid boundaries around, right? So that we don't set ourselves up to get hurt 
or we don't replicate the same patterns of the past that have kept us stuck. And so that reveals the healing path. The healing path is an exquisite journey and feel, heal, reveal. It's cyclic, it's seasonal, just like the trees, just like the moon, the moon. I don't know what that's how I just said, why I just said it like that, just like the moon. <laughs> um, and so when we are willing to look at the places in our lives that create stagnation, we can truly examine them and own them and then go, maybe it is a little bit out of balance, a little bit out of harmony. Then we can slowly but surely begin to make better choices because as the book says, when you be the love you believe you deserve or that you wish to feel, your whole life will change. So how can you be more loving to yourself by allowing change to unfold? Are you resisting change? Are you somebody that just doesn't like change whatsoever? Like you will dig your toes in the sand <laughs> and go, mm -mm, it's not going to happen. Change is uncomfortable. Change is scary. I mean, that is chapter three of Be the Love, which is outside of your comfort zone. And then that's where the magic happens, right? So I did bookmark a page today to read to you guys. If this is resonating, I would love for you to Reach out to a friend, let them know about Be The Love and how this is going to help radically transform the emotional landscape of their life. So let me just take a quick sip of tea before I dive into this little reading. Mm. I also want to say thank you so much for being here. I really, I really appreciate and honor every one of you for being here and your willingness to do the work to be on this challenge. And I can't wait to reveal day four's homework today as well okay here we go how am i going to do this <laughs> left-handed here we are chapter five the law of letting go make sure i got my microphone here so the beginning of every chapter i'll just pause here before i dive in uh begins with an affirmation and this one is a particularly powerful one so feel free to write it down if you find this to be helpful close your eyes breathe in deeply Exhale and then say this affirmation, I am surrendered. One of the most powerful and transformative elements of changing your life is to learn how to let go of the old and make way for the new. Whether it's releasing the energy of the past or getting rid of unwanted belongings, it can be an arduous journey to identify what no longer serves you, but it's tremendously helpful if you are brave enough to step aside from the patterns that can keep you stuck. The reason it's so important to let go of your past is because every time you dive back into old and painful memories, it means that you are activating the energy and bringing it forward into your present day experience. Writing this book, for example, required me to open up old wounds and be aware that I have healed from them and that they are no longer real anymore, which just caveat, slight caveat here. Sometimes they are, sometimes they are. At that time that I was writing it, it didn't feel that way. But since then, it's definitely been revealed to me that they can be real. It's said that time heals all wounds, but it's not the time that passes that creates healing. It's our capacity to let go of things that no longer serve us on our journey throughout life. Uh, and then I go in to say here, as an example, for many years, my eating disorder was a highly toxic and addictive behavior that I had trouble letting go of. When my anxiety would flare up or get triggered, then I would process my emotions by hurting myself. So I'm not going to dive into that today, uh, but let's just say if you want to know 
the intricate emotional details of my eating disorder, my disordered patterns of eating over the years and how that has manifested in a myriad of ways, uh, please feel free to read chapter five. Okay, so hopefully that is resonating with all of you and that you're finding this helpful. So let's look at where to begin. So it's all very well for me to say, okay, so the law of letting go, the art of letting go, how do you start? What do you do? And it can be a complicated process because you can be faced with confronting emotions that rise up. So I highly encourage that you challenge yourself to look at the areas of your home that are gathering clutter, whether it is your refrigerator, right? I, I, I am the sole person in my family that... Uh, goes through the refrigerator periodically and throws out the things that have either expired or are telling us that they are moldy. (laughs) So I go through with a big trash bag and throw them out if they're no longer useful and creating order. Because here's the thing, when we live in a chaotic environment, it often is echoed by chaotic emotions and thought forms. So the more we can create order, it can create harmony. Now, I... I find that sometimes I do operate quite well in chaos, but that doesn't mean that I love, you know, empty trash, pieces of trash just lying around the house and I'm okay with that. Visual clutter actually fries my circuits and and I have to do something about it. But it is learning about how to strike the balance to be adaptive, especially if you are living in an environment with many family members. It can make it slightly more complicated. So what I want you to do, your own personal space, whether it is the products that you have in your bathroom. Let's just say you have, um, you know, personal products like face creams or nail polishes or essential oils or whatever it is. Make it a pet project to sort it out and declutter it. It could be you have spices in your cupboard or your refrigerator, your purse, your handbag, the uh, center console glove box compartment of your car. Clean it out. And then what I want you to do is witness the energy and how you feel. I don't know of anyone when something has been cleaned up where they go, oh, I feel I feel worse, right? I don't feel good because I don't know where my stuff is because I'm, I'm used to operating in the chaos. So if you truly do want to create an intentional life that you can thrive in, where you are intentionally calling in your manifestations, there has to be physical changes, energetic changes for your reality around you to shift. And so when you are clearing out the old, clearing out clothes that no longer fit you or, uh, you know, you feel comfortable in, I know so many women that hang on to those clothes that no longer fit them. It's been years and they say, well, someday I will fit into that dress again. And that for some people might be a fantastic motivational force, but for other people, it creates shame and it creates resistance and I highly encourage that you pay it forward to somebody else that might get joy and uh, feel good in that dress because you will always be able to go out there and buy a different dress. Unless, of course, it's like a wedding dress or something super sentimental. I'm just talking about the things that you no longer fit or are torn or are ragged. You want to send a very clear signal to the universe that You're here now. You are accepting all of you as you are now. And you may hold the intention in your mind's eye to either gain weight or release weight. But for right now, the most pivotal point of power 
the point of attraction, is accepting what is now. And so honoring the things that are in your life now. And if you have too much stuff, right? Nobody needs 100 t-shirts. Nobody needs a gazillion pairs of shoes. It's just holding up space. So pay it forward. Move the energy. Energy, uh, so to put it this way, emotion, emotion. Energy likes to move, right? When it moves, it it thrives and it flourishes. And it takes on a transmuted perspective. So then it creates something else. New doorways to opportunities will open themselves once you clear the clutter. And then the internal clutter, right, through meditation. And when you get the uh, Be The Love Meditation album completely free, valued at $111 when you pre-order Be The Love, you'll really experience what I'm talking about. Not just surface level words that are landing in your ears right now. Just these seven meditations. And they're not long meditations either. It's not like you'll be sitting there for hours. They're under 10 minutes, really simple practices that will begin to offer a different energy to the field of infinite potential. And like I said, when you do that, guess what comes back? Different input, different manifestations, new people, new places, new experiences. This is what we're here for. We're here to grow and transform and to thrive, right? The universe wants that for you. So let's talk about letting go of the past. And I I mean, I could speak to you guys for hours right now, and I know we've only got half an hour, but let's speak of letting go of the past because the pain of the past can sometimes really hold us back. And as I mentioned in that reading, there are there are so many ways and, and blind spots in our lives where we don't realize that things are holding us back, but they are. And so for me, after the Goldcast video was released a few years ago and my story about my first marriage was viewed by millions upon millions of people, I started to take accountability for my actions in my first marriage And I started witnessing internally how much anger I held towards my first husband. And he came to Las Vegas to see our two oldest children, Thomas and Olivia. And he wanted to talk to me and I refused to see him. I felt really righteous and entitled. And I set a very strict boundary saying, I don't owe him anything. I don't need to see him or talk to him or anything like that. I've got nothing to say. And it was in that... Oh, I want to find the perfect word for it. Entitlement is the perfect word. It was in that emotional awareness of the walls that I was putting up, those egoic boundaries, where I was aware that I had forgiveness to do. I hadn't forgiven him for hurting me. But the thing is, I hadn't forgiven myself for hurting myself. Me not forgiving him And that doesn't mean forgetting, by the way. I want to be really, really clear about that. Me energetically detaching from the past and forgiving the former versions of ourselves, as Eckhart Tolle calls them, pain bodies, that our pain bodies, mine and his, we were arguing to be right. We were arguing just for the sake of arguing. We were like two uh, clouds of trauma that were just clashing over and over and over again. And so what I have come to deeply appreciate is the fact that he has changed on his path. So since he has changed, and of course he has changed because people don't stay the same. They learn new skills. Some people show the outward appearance or our assumptions 
lead us to believe that they're exactly the same, but they're not. And so I was still operating like he's the same person who hurt me, who was in that toxic dynamic of a marriage for 10 years. And what I now realize is that he has been on his own healing path. And since then, and you'll read this in the book, that we actually now can speak. I wouldn't go so far as to say as friends, but we're definitely, um, we, we love our kids, right? We have mutual people that we absolutely adore. And so we don't talk very often, but it's that energy of releasing that is so incredibly important. Otherwise, it stagnates in your energetic centers, your chakra system, the seven chakras. This energy, if it is not released, I'm and in the book. Oh, my gosh. OK, I'm going to go here too now. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to say until it's like right at the forefront of my mind. And I'm like, OK, I need to go here right now. So. I talk about in the book about uh, when I was in elementary school or primary school and I was being groomed by a predator. I I don't say this lightly. uh, And I talk about my people pleasing tendencies and how they manifested and all of those kind of things. I mean, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart to read this because it creates such a healing path. But the the inner forgiveness that I had to do released me. And so it was letting go of the expectations that I placed on myself. I wanted to kick myself. Why do I make such stupid decisions? Why did I place myself in those situations in the first place? Why did I have an eating disorder? Why can't I just feel good about myself? Why can't I just love myself unconditionally? And so that's all of like the messy, the messy version of it. And then there's the intentionality that we can bring to it with the beautiful art of letting go and surrender, of trusting that God is going to fill up the spaces with a new perspective and a new sense of levity and deep gratitude and reverence for life in direct proportion to the the sludge that we're emptying out energetically and emotionally. But you have to be brave and it takes a willingness to dive into the be the love philosophy to feel, heal and reveal. And as I mentioned, at the end of each chapter, there are journal prompts for you to record what comes up for you. So that in a way, it can be a cathartic exercise for you as well, so that you can release whatever it is that's holding you back to activate the law of letting go. So I I hope that uh, helped today. I I hope you've enjoyed today's session. Uh, Like I said, I could talk to you guys for hours because I love this community, especially all of the people out there that are really excited to share the love and to read Be The Love. Um, and tomorrow is day five of the challenge. And I completely forgot the homework for today. Didn't I? I went on a tangent. So day one, the homework was setting powerful intentions, set three powerful intentions specifically focused on how you want to feel. Day two was own your emotions, write down some of your signature energy patterns and the emotions that you experience so that you can highlight them and really become aware of how you either get in your own way or amplify your empowerment. And then yesterday, raise your vibration, do things that are kind for yourself, take um, self-care into consideration and really begin to activate within you the things, the simple things that can be done like meditation, like the Be The Love Meditation album 
as an act of self-care to raise your vibration. And today, day four, look for somewhere in your home that you can clean and clear out, whether it's your handbag, your car, your refrigerator, whatever it is. And then for tomorrow, come back here for day five, the conclusion of the Be The Love Challenge. And the topic is, is it collective kindness? It is, did I write it down? Kindness and compassion. How can we be kind to others? And I will also be diving into some Q&A tomorrow as well as we conclude this incredible five-day journey with each other. But that is it for day four of the Be The Love Challenge. Just a reminder, make sure you go and pre-order the book and in the group. This is really, really important. And if you are willing to take any inspired action today, let it be this. I was sent yesterday a sample snippet of audio from the audiobook, which isn't even available on Amazon yet. It will be available next Tuesday. So I posted it in the group and on my Facebook page. And I would love for you to listen to the audiobook version because you will hear a sample, a taste of something that I am just so incredibly proud of. Go ahead and pre-order the audiobook as well. You can also, of course, you can get the meditation if you pre-order the audiobook as well, but this will add a different dimension to your Be The Love experience. And of course, you can get both, right? <laughs> okay, that is it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you tomorrow for day number five. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,